With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's hour two on this Friday. Thanks for joining us. In case you're wondering, yes, it is a meat Friday. We got barbecue baby back ribs on the Traeger. We got... Uh, Baked green chili mac and cheese, baked cornbread with honey butter. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Joe Burrow sacked one time last night. The last time Burrow was sacked fewer than twice in a game, week seven of last year, and that was in a big win over the Ravens. Von Bell had a couple of interceptions. The Bengals scored 13 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, beating the Dolphins as... uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa knocked out of this game. Teddy Bridgewater came in, but uh, Cincinnati got through kind of a sluggish performance to win it at home, 27-15. The big story, not the Bengals' win. It was, you know, Tua Tonga-Vailoa and uh, the fallout from Sunday. Should he have been playing last night? Played last night, got the concussion. Are the two connected? We don't know. But uh, we certainly uh, have a lot of uh, questions here. Um, Joe Burrow, the Bengals quarterback, had this to say after he saw Tua go down with the injury. It's always scary when somebody goes down like that. You know, we play a dangerous game. We know something like that can happen at any time. But it's always scary when it does. You know, they, they told me that he's flying back with the team, so that's great news. Uh, hopefully he can get a speedy recovery. I'm going to text him after the game, see, see how he's doing. Hopefully he can come back fast. Got a uh, email from Mike Ryan, sports medicine analyst for Sunday Night Football. He said that uh, Tua had the rigid arm hand posturing. It's called a fencing response, an involuntary upper extremity spasm from significant trauma to the brain. We'll talk to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk about this. Uh, Rodney Harrison will stop by, the former Patriot, works on Football Night in America. And next hour, Matt Leinert, the Heisman Trophy winner, will join us as well. Seton, do you have a poll question for me? 
Yeah, Dan, let me update you from uh, hour one. We might roll with this one again uh, since it's such a big story. But what happened on Sunday in the NFL? Did the, con- the concussion protocol work? Did it fail? Did the team player lie, or was it bad luck and timing? Right now, uh, 46% of the audience say the concussion protocol failed, and that's followed by 39% of the audience saying the team or the player lied. I, I don't want to point fingers. It's so easy in this business to point fingers. But I don't know what the other options are. I'm just trying to ask questions here. And I, I, I mentioned in the first hour, I probably took a parental angle with this. Having met Tua's family, um, having met Tua at the Super Bowl in Miami, and I just, I just wondered, should he have been out there last night, four days after what happened, whether he didn't have a concussion. I've been told many, many times he didn't have a concussion. He had something that led to that reaction, those symptoms, side effects, and I don't know if anybody really addressed that. Like, is that something that's reoccurring? Is it a one-off? Is it just a coincidence that last night he suffered concussion? Once you have one concussion, you're more susceptible to having another. I know it well. Steve Young told us about that. Troy Aikman told us about that. Yes, Eden. That's one of the things that's so crazy about concussions is you hear stories about people, and somebody had just tweeted this in the last week or so. I forget exactly who it was, but, like, you know, I got my bell rung during a game, cleared concussion protocol, flew on the plane team home, landed at the airport, drove myself back to, you know, my neighborhood, and then couldn't find my house because I couldn't remember where I lived. Mike Florio uh, joining us now. The investigation over Tua re-entering Sunday's game becomes more important with what happened last night. Uh, what do we know about Sunday, Mike? And then we can get to last night. Well, and Dan, we were tracking all of this in real time on Sunday as it was happening. When Tua came back into the game to start the third quarter, a lot of people were surprised because we saw what happened after his head hit the turf in the game against the Bills. He got up. He was wobbly. A teammate had to actually intervene and hold him up. Now, here's the issue. And the NFL was very gracious. They responded to my initial email. They sent me the concussion protocol. They answered some basic questions. But when you look at the concussion protocol, there's a major question that remains to this moment unanswered. And here's how it goes. You mentioned the fencing fencing posture. When a player demonstrates the fencing posture, as Mike Ryan explained it, they are immediately out for the game. It's a no-go. They can't come back under any circumstances. But for gross motor instability, the wobbliness that we saw on Sunday, there's a loophole. The team physician and the independent, although not really independent of the league, independent of the team, they call it the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant. Those two individuals working together can clear the player if they determine that the gross motor instability was not neurologically caused. So that's what they did. And I've been trying to drill down on that. Hey, NFL, why did they conclude that what we saw, and you know it when you see it, we saw it and we know it. He was wobbly from hitting his head on the ground. What did these two individuals do to come to the conclusion that the gross motor instability we all saw wasn't caused by a brain injury? That's it, because that's the only way he gets back on the field. And I think that's why the NFLPA launched the investigation. That's the question that I can't get answered and needs to be answered. Because, Dan, he should have been not returned to the game. And then after the game, does he get cleared to play by Thursday night if he's in the concussion protocol? No. I don't know. I don't know. But 
He, sh he never should have been back in that game. So something I just posted a little while ago, they need to close that loophole now. If you have gross motor instability, just like the fencing posture, you're done. There's no way back onto the field that game. That's something they need to do right now going into the games this weekend because we may be right back in this situation with another quarterback or any other player come Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. If I gave you one question to anybody in this, what would be the question and who would you ask it to? Well, see, I practiced law, so I know how to take one question and turn it into 10. <laughs> there are subparts, Dan, to the question. I actually just sent a list of nine questions to the NFL about Tua from Sunday. I'm also curious, was he examined again after the game on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, or was it just, hey, he's good to go. He's back in the game. We're not going to revisit this at all. But I'm curious about the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant because they recognized back in 2009 or so we can't just rely on the team doctor to make a reliable decision because the team doctor is under the financial thumb of the team and we've heard about that for years the doctors do what they have to do to continue to be the team doctors they'll eventually find a doctor that gets their players back on the field but dan just because this other person isn't affiliated with the team they're still affiliated with the league and is it really in the league's best interest to have the best players not available for the best games? There's still a subtle bias there. It's one step removed from working for the team, but the league still wants the best players out there. Mm -hmm. The league wants maximum interest, maximum eyeballs, maximum dollars. So I'm not so sure this unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant is truly independent. And the question I have, are we at a point where there needs to be someone who is truly disconnected from the NFL? And they'll hate that. They won't want it. They, they want to control everything. But maybe we need somebody who's truly independent, who looks out for the best interest of the players and not the team or the broader league that wants those players on the field. I mentioned this in the first hour, and I, I hope my audience is patient with me because I'm repeating some of this. Um, is it just a coincidence what happened on Sunday? and what happened last night, that there's no connection between the two for Tua? Well, there's two different issues here. As you said earlier, when you have one concussion, you're more susceptible to a second one. That's one thing. As we talk about long-term effects, how many concussions does a person have? What does it do to them from a cognitive standpoint when they're 50, 60, 78? The other issue is far more important, and that is suffering a second concussion, a second head injury, in the immediate aftermath of suffering the first one. That's how people die. That's why high school kids every year, somewhere between 10 and 15, they die because they had a head injury that was undiagnosed and then they had a second one. And the damage to the brain can become exponential with an impaired brain that gets injured again. That's the real risk here. And that was the first thing that I was concerned about. He had a concussion Sunday, maybe. He definitely has one now. Well, if the one on Sunday was a concussion, and here's another one, he could have a very serious, if not fatal, outcome. And that's the thing the NFL needs to be concerned about, especially as the NFL tries to be the platinum standard for all the lower levels of the sport to emulate. And, and it, it really hasn't worked the way the NFL would like. But the last thing the NFL can have is a serious outcome like that, where you have head injury, guys somehow back in the game, and has a second head injury and has a serious outcome. So it's not just the accumulation of concussions. It's what happens when you have a second one not long after a first one. But you know what happens, Mike? 
We've been doing this a long time. It's a Friday. We're going to go into college football. We're going to go right, into shiny the, objects. Yeah, the NFL and Monday Night Football, and then all of a sudden, the Dolphins are off for ten days. You know, Patrick Mahomes does something incredible, or uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, and the, you know how this works. We move on. We move. Best on. time for the NFL to have scandals is in season because there is an endless supply of bright, shiny objects. You got Thursday, you got Sunday, you got Monday. You got Thursday, you got Sunday, you got Monday, and we do, we do. But this is something that hopefully people will remain vigilant about. And I think that that it will be a big deal. And it should be a big deal because it defies common sense. What we saw Sunday defies common sense. And what we saw Thursday night horrifies. Even though he's fine, it still was horrifying in the moment. And I think it's time to take a step back and revisit the concussion protocol and say, is there a way to make it better? Is there a way to make the players safer? And one of the questions I have, Dan, is there a higher bar that needs to apply to players who are playing on Thursday night? Whatever the injury, is there a higher bar for clearing them? Because you've only got three days to recover from any injury you may have experienced on Sunday, concussion or anything else. Can you protect yourself on a football field? Can you successfully get through that game without being impaired by the injury you had on Sunday when you're playing on a short week? You know, we accept that Thursday night football is here to stay, and it is. But that doesn't mean there aren't ways to improve how we protect the players who are expected to play four days after they just finished the game. Thank you, Mike. Good talking to you, Dan. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. Pro Football Talk Live that precedes our show on Peacock, Monday through Friday. I was hoping for something from Richard Sherman last night because when he played, he railed on Thursday night. Richard Sherman led the charge. And Amazon missed a great opportunity to really go all in on this at halftime. It almost felt like they were tiptoeing around it. Man, you got to go back to Sunday. You got to show the video. You got to talk about three, four days later. You're out there. Got hurt. Should he have been out there? Got to have questions there. And I know that the NFL is big brother here, and you got to be careful. you got to sometimes tiptoe around things, but they didn't cover the story until the end of the game. And that's when Michael Smith, who's a journalist, came in and kind of cleaned up the mess here. I was hoping – I know Ryan Fitzpatrick knows Tua, and, and, and you know, it affected him. I, I need you – to do more than how it affects you. This is, this is about covering the story. You're not the story. I know it's emotional. You got to push this out, cover the story. And you got to ask some really hard questions. And that is with the NFL. It's uncomfortable. I've done it. I've done this with other leagues, with other commissioners. I mentioned the commissioner hasn't been on this show in over a decade. There's a reason for that. I'm going to ask the questions. Other commissioners have. They're willing to sit there and let me ask them. The NFL does answer our emails. I will say that. Their PR department is wonderful. Excellent. Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. Can you imagine this morning in the NFL's office when they start getting those emails from Florio? Oh, my God. And they know they. It, it's almost worse if they don't answer Florio because then he'll go scorched earth. Yeah. 
Here is uh, the Dolphins head coach, Mike McDaniel, on uh, the concussion for Tua. All of his teammates, myself, we were all um, very, very concerned. So the, the best news that we could get is that everything is checked out, um, that he didn't uh, have any, anything more serious than a, a concussion. We'll be, uh, he'll be flying back with us here on the plane. Just a concussion. Okay. We're, we're to the point where it's, it's just a concussion. Yeah. Just a concussion. Here is the concussion protocol. Here's uh, Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins head coach. If there's any sort of inclination that someone has a concussion, they go into the concussion protocol and it's very strict. We don't mess with that. Never have. And I, as long as I'm the head coach, that will never be. Um, an issue that you guys have to worry about. All right. Well, I don't know how important it stays, but uh, I want to do my part of at least asking the questions there. With what I saw last night, I'll leave it up to the uh, journalists who have access to the people in power there, the commissioner and some of the other people here. But I just I can't get out of my mind what happened Sunday when I'm watching and he's stumbling, and then I, I, you know, it's reinforced it's not a concussion. Hey, cleared concussion protocol. What led to that? Okay, no concussion. Is there something that's there that's more serious that's going to continue to be there? I've yet to hear that. Hey, you know, sometimes when you have a back injury, it affects your head. Okay, is that going to continue to be there? Rodney Harrison will join us, our buddy from Football Night in America, right after this. Full Sail University, five-year anniversary, Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, and seeing this program come to life, grow from five students to over 400 students, and getting you jobs. There's nothing better than when I get a text from Gus Ramsey, my longtime producer from ESPN, as he runs the program every single day, and he'll say, such and such just got a job. Dylan Kearns is now working for the NBC affiliate in my hometown of Zanesville, Ohio. I love hearing that. Love reading that. You get hands-on experience, practical experience. When you graduate, you're ready for a job. That's our goal. I don't want you to get an internship. If that's the worst-case scenario, okay. Best case, we want you to get a job. Bachelor's degree in sports casting, you can earn it in about half the time, as short as 20 months. And you can earn that degree online or Full Sail's campus in Orlando, Florida. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsail.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, 
game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs go to Tampa, battling Tom Brady and the Buccaneers Sunday 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Part of NBC Football Night in America, Rodney Harrison, two-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots, and maybe one day he'll get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, or at least be a finalist, because I think there's only two players in NFL history who have had at least 30 sacks and 30 interceptions. One is Rodney Harrison. I think the other one is Ray Lewis. Does that sound right, Paulie? That sounds right. All right. Let's bring in Rodney Harrison, who joins us now. Rodney, what's your question that you have today with what you saw the last couple of days with Tua Tonga Bailoa. Dan, I'll tell you, man, I was at a football game, my son's football game last night when I was watching it on my phone. 
And man, my heart dropped when I saw that kid laying on a football field and he was just frozen and his hands were stuck like this. It scared the living crap out of me. And I played this game 15 years and I've had multiple, multiple concussions where I hit somebody, the stadium was spinning. I didn't know where I was at. So that's considered a concussion. But, but nothing like that has ever happened to me. And I don't know how you come back on a football field after that happens to you. Um, we're talking about this kid's life. We're talking about myself as well as so many other football players that I know, friends of mine that live here in Atlanta that suffer from CTE, that suffer from depression, that suffer from light sensitivity, that suffer and, and it affects their relationship with their kids and their parents. This is something serious. There's no way in the world this kid should go back into football on a football field in the next week or so, Dan. This is de dead serious. Well, I go back to Sunday, Rodney. And, okay, they told me it was a back injury. But, I mean, he certainly displayed symptoms of having a concussion. He was out on his feet. So, what did you see? As a former player, if you saw your teammate react like that, and how surprised would you be that he was going to be able to come back into a game? I would have been shocked. And you talk about me, a guy that was very physical flying around. And when I saw him, I just thought it was a concussion. I said, man, get down, get down, because it's a concussion. But then they said it was a back problem. But the way he stumbled, it was, to me, it was more mental. It was more neurological. So I, I don't know what they're doing, if they're doing anything funny with this kid's life. But at the end of the day, Eventually, one day, he's going to walk away from football, and he's going to have a life. He's going to have wife and kids, and he's going to have uh, to sustain a normal life. And when you get hit, hit upside the head like that, and when you fall down, and when you're basically paralyzed for 30 seconds or whatever it was, it's going to affect your quality of life later on. How often would you lie when you got hurt? Every single time. Every single time. And you don't get to the level of what Tua got to and accomplished the things that he's accomplished in his career without lying, without basically saying, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. It's my back. These players are smart. They know if they say anything that's wrong with their head, they know they're coming out the game. They know they're going to miss a series or two or possibly the entire game. So the first thing they do, oh, it's not my head. It's my back. It's my ankle. It's my shoulder. And, um, you know, I would have been one of those guys, too. But I just know sitting here turning 50 this year that I'm looking at this young man and saying, man, he's got so much potential for the rest of his life. He doesn't need to be out on that football field like that. But he might have lied to the medical staff and said that it was his back. I mean, the, the player does play a role. Drew Brees said he lied all the time when he got hurt. You're saying that he, he lied all the time. And you know, what, you know what they should do? They should start bringing former guys like me and those guys that lie. Bring them in there and talk to the guys and talk to them, talk to them about the quality of life that we have right now. Yeah, we're doing okay financially and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's more than just, you know, money. It's being able to communicate, being able to sustain relationships and have friends and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm that talking to Rodney as a dad who's 50 years of age. If I talk right. to Rodney as a 24-year-old, you're going to do what Tua did. Exactly. That's But that's my whole point, Dan. Okay. That's why you need guys like me, old school guys that used to lie, to come in and say, hey, guys, you shouldn't be lying about this. This is your life. This okay. is your brain. This is, a, you know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Man. Yeah. But what was the uh, the protocol? Did did you ever lie to Belichick and just say, I'm good? I'm, you know, I'm staying in the game? 
Yeah, all the time. And I stayed in the game. And if I didn't have anything major like an ACL or a pulled hamstring or a groin or something like that, there's no way you're taking me out, out of the football game because we're just wired a certain way. We're wired to be able to go out there, hit. We know we're going to be in a little pain. They, they, they talk to you all the time about toughness and your ability to, you know, stay in the game. And that's what football players do, man. You know, if, if it's if it's a head injury, we're staying in the game. If it's something lower extremity that we can't control, we're coming out the game. I, I tell this story all the time that, uh, you know, a player said that he, he got his bell rung. Heinz Ward, I've said his name before. He, you know, takes a hit against the Ravens. He, he knows he's concussed. He grabs his ankle. He's smart enough to know that I'm going to grab my ankle and try to stay in the game because I got hurt. My bell was rung. And then he said he went to the sidelines. They had to hide his helmet from him. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you this, Dan. When you wake up after all those years of playing over a decade in National Football League and now you're in your 40s and you're, you're you know, close to your 50s, you sit back and you reflect on those moments that you know you, you didn't come out the game, that you lied. Because it's affecting. You wake up and you're depressed. You wake up and you're sad. You wake up and you're going through all these different mental and emotional things. That's where it affects you later on in life. And that's what that's my biggest concern with these guys. But are you speaking from experience? Absolutely. 100%. That's the only way I can speak. I can't speak upon But this. you go through depression? You... We all go through depression. Anytime you play football and you have CTE, yeah, we all go through a form of depression, but it's, you know, it's about how you take care of yourself. But yeah, we go through a, a, a brevity of uh, emotions and things like that. That's why I say a lot of times when you have CTE, when you're dealing with guys that have been concussed, it's hard to maintain certain relationships. It's hard to establish new relationships. A lot of times you don't even want to go out the house. And that's my concern with Tua and the rest of these guys, yeah. their lifestyle when they're done playing football. Because think about it. If you're fortunate enough, you'll play eight to 10 years. And when you turn 30, you're concussed. You can't focus. You can't do certain things. So that's my biggest concern with these guys, letting them know, man, it's okay to sit out a game or two if you have to. To, to make sure that your brain is taken care of and make sure that you have the quality of life that you, you deserve later on. He's Rodney Harrison, Football Night in America analyst, former Patriot. It'll be uh, his former teammate Tom Brady battling Patrick Mahomes, the Buccaneers hosting the Chiefs <laughs> on Sunday night football. Biggest question going into that football game is what for you? Um, Pressure. You know, anytime you're going up against Tom, you got to get that pressure in the interior of that defense. I look at Kansas City and they have a bunch of pass rushers. Carl, Carlos Dunlap and Chris Jones and all those guys, uh, Frank Clark. They got to get after Tom. If they can get after Tom, and Steve Spagnola, he's had success against Tom, their defensive coordinator, beat him in the Super Bowl, he's had success against Tom. If they can hit Tom and rattle Tom, especially going against that inexperienced offensive line, force them to communicate, show them a bunch of different looks. I think they can have success. Do you think we, we have addictions? You know, there's a lot of different addictions we have. And I wonder, is, is Brady addicted to football or competition? Like, is it something that is more than just, I love doing this, I'm addicted to it? Well, I, I think a lot of guys are like built like Tom Brady, but a lot of guys couldn't do the things that Tom did for such a long time because Tom just has – an extraordinary amount of discipline, obviously. And um, it's it's just tough to get to that level. I mean, he's a quarterback. He's sustained for a long time. Most guys can't get to that point because, like I said, 
you know, we're trying to get there, but we get old. But yeah, there's there's definitely an addiction there. There's definitely an obsession there with just being great. And but also there's a certain level of enjoyment, like going through the week with your teammates and riding the plane with them and getting on the bus and having certain conversations. Those are the things that you really cherish and you embrace. And, you know, Tom's fortunate enough to play over 20 years in this league. He continues to do that. And uh, but yeah, definitely an obsession, Dan. You got to be obsessed to be, um, you know, to be on a level with Tom Brady. How would you have dealt with Tyreek Hill as a defensive back? Um, you know, probably just jam them at the line of scrimmage, keep a safety on top of them. But I, I look at Kansas City and they did the right thing. I mean, everybody, why would you get rid of Tyreek Hill? No, why would you pay a wide receiver thirty million dollars a year? It's the dumbest thing. I don't care who you are. I'm not paying you $30 million a year. So it was a smart move to let him walk and get these other guys. These other guys, they're not great, Dan, but they're serviceable. And that's why you pay Matt Patrick Mahomes the type of money you pay him so he can make these other guys better. And and um, I thought it was a smart move getting rid of Tyreek. Yeah, I, you know, we look at these quarterbacks, and a lot of times these quarterbacks make their receivers better. Tom certainly did that in New England. I mean, he had Gronk, who is a Hall of Famer, but there were other guys who, you know, were good receivers. Tom made them, elevated them, it felt like. Uh, Rodgers maybe does that a little bit. Now Mahomes is going to have to do that uh, in Kansas City. But can they be a better offense without Tyreek Hill? I don't, I don't think they could be a better offense or a more dangerous offense or a more explosive offense. I think they're going to be a different offense. I think it's going to require patience. It's going to require um, continued communication and meetings and things like that. I mean, you look at Tyreek Hill, when he gets on the football field as a defense and as a defensive coordinator, he scares you. He scares you. I don't care if you have two guys on you because how many times, Dan, have we seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball 50 yards down the field? You got two defensive backs and Tyree Kill, the smallest guy on the field, comes up with it. And, and, and they don't have the ability like they did before for Tyree to catch a seven-yard slant and take his 60 yards to the house. That puts the fear of God into people when you're out there on that football <laughs> field. And now you don't have to deal with it. I yeah. mean, so you, I don't think it would become a more dangerous offense. I just think that it's going to be a different offense. But would you rather go against a wide receiver who was an unbelievable route runner, somebody who was big, physical, or somebody who could just fly? Give me the receiver that gives you the most trouble. To me, it's it's the guy that's an excellent route runner that can put pressure on you because you don't know if he's going deep. You don't know if it's going to be a comeback, an out route, a corner route. You don't know what he's running because he's such an excellent route runner. I played against guys like James Jett and really fast guys for the Raiders that, you know, we basically said, hey, we're going to give this guy any curl route, any short or any immediate route. We can't allow him to beat us deep. And as far as Tyreek Hill, a guy like that, you just got to get your hands on him. You have to have someone spy him and just keep somebody on top. And every time that little joker catches the ball, you got to punish him. You got to hit him, Dan. You got to punish him. <laughs> and you got to take that smile off his face. Okay, but Calvin Johnson, how much trouble was Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson was a monster, man. He was big. He was long. And uh, that those 50-50 balls, we talk about that. And, and I feel bad for him, man, because he played for such a, a crummy team for such a long time. And we don't realize how good he he truly is. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. 
But people don't understand how great of a football player this dude was. He was big, super athletic, and he was a bully. But he was a humble bully. Um, but, yeah, Calvin <laughs> Johnson, all props to him. <laughs> uh, where does Rodney rank on the all-time playoff interception list? Career playoff interceptions. Rodney Harrison is third, tied for third all-time with seven. The only people ahead of him are guys like Ed Reed, Ronnie Lott, Willie Brown, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, okay, Lester right. Hayes. Yeah, you're good company there, Rod. Hey, man, it's a Dan. Let me tell you something, brother. It happens when it happens, right? Okay. It's never late. Have you heard <laughs> feedback on why you haven't been a finalist for the Hall of Fame? Dan, I don't go searching for that stuff. No, no, I, I didn't know if like Peter King no, would listen say. To me. No, listen to me. Peter King doesn't even have my back, and that was supposed to be my homeboy. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't believe you're a Hall of Famer? I mean, he's, he's never said anything to me, and I've worked with him a long time. But it's all good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I got love for Peter King. Um, no, I mean, Dan, it's one of those things. I don't go searching for it. If it happens, it's, it's going to happen um, when it's supposed to happen, if it's going to happen. If not, hey, man, I got my two Super Bowl rings. I'm able to take care of my family, and life is pretty good. But you got Belichick, who talks about how great you were. Like, your name was first when he brought up great players who played for him. So I Dan, if, if you Dan, if you and the guys are sitting in a room and I've I've done all the things I can possibly do. Yeah. You know, you, you know, on a football field. What what else can I do? I I'm not gonna go around begging and parading or anything like that, man. I just if if it happens, fine. If it doesn't, I'm okay with it. I know what I represented. I know the people that I've impacted. And that's the most important thing for me. Well I think Heinz Ward came out and he got feedback as to why he's not in the Hall of Fame that Heinz Ward always felt like he was a Hall of Famer. You played against I always felt, I felt like Heinz Ward is definitely a Hall of okay. Famer. You talk about one of the toughest, one of the most dependable um, guys that put fear in you is Heinz Ward. I mean, one of the most physical, if not the most physical all time. Like, who's tougher than Heinz Ward? And, you know, it, I'm not in that room, so I don't know. I walk, I, I go down to the Hall of Fame game, and I got 50 Hall of Famers, you know, coming up to me. Oh, man, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, man, I've been talking about you in the Hall of Fame, and I'm looking at them like, hey, man, I just, hey, I'm just here enjoying myself. You know, everyone looks at me like I'm so desperate to get in the Hall of Fame, and it's, it's, it's just not the case. Who was dirtier, you or Heinz Ward? Um... Hines was my offense. He was my offensive twin. <laughs> Maybe we were, go in together and then hit each other on stage. That'd be great. Hey, Dan, but I'm going to tell you this. The cool part about Hines and I, our relationship, we would, we would play against each other, and I would, I would jog on the field, and I'm like, Hines, what kind of day is going to be, man? What, what, <laughs> we good? Because <laughs> if, if you give me a cheap shot, I'm coming for you, bro. I don't care if it costs me 100 grand, 200 grand. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Wait, how much, how much did the Jerry Rice hit cost you 100 grand? It cost me a game check back then, which was in the 90s. It was about $122,000. <laughs> And it was worth it. Absolutely. You can't miss what you never had. I never had that money in my bank account, so screw it. I'm going to knock Jerry Bryce's head off. <laughs> and Jerry is my man, but he's hey, he's got to pay the price, too. Yeah. Game across. <laughs> he paid the price. You paid the price. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, great to talk to you again. Um, my best to the guys on uh, Football Night in America. 
Thank you, Dan. Fitz, good to see you, man. Uh, it's Rodney Harrison, NBC Football Night in America, and uh, they got the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. That'll be Sunday night. They start at 7 Eastern. Take a break. Uh, we'll get the phone calls coming up, and I think we're going to hear from Matt Leiner coming up next hour. Fritz, he's working on that. We're back up to the... Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. 
take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Shohei Otani took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Extended his hitting streak to 14 games, longest active streak in baseball. Angels beat the A's 4-2. So Otani's currently third in the American League in wins with 15, third in strikeouts, fourth in ERA, fourth in home runs, sixth in RBIs. Uh, That's why, you know, people talk about, is this the greatest season ever with Aaron Judge, that he played in meaningful games? Otani doesn't play in meaningful games. Uh, You've got the baseball that maybe it's not as lively as it once was. You've got pitchers. You've got relief specialists. Everybody throws 100 miles an hour. Is that the greatest season of all time? Well, I think it's just, it's generational. Like what you did you know, how you did it, when you did it, who you did it against, all of those things are factored in. And I know that we've attached an asterisk to certain seasons. You know, Babe Ruth, he played where there was no integration. Okay. Absolutely. When he, you know, set the home run record. Uh, Roger Maris played when uh, that was a year of expansion. And uh, he got to play in 162 games, and Babe Ruth played in 154. And then you got Barry Bonds, away at 73. Uh, were they testing? Uh, when did they start testing? Should it count? And my point with all of this is, it's whoever you deem as your home run champ. And you can decide, because baseball has kept it open that way, that we're not quite sure. You think Bonds is? Fine. And I did hear this yesterday. Uh, hey, Babe Ruth, you know, no, no integration there. Uh, Roger Maris played in a, a watered-down American League. Okay, Barry Bonds hit 73. So, yeah, but Barry Bonds knowingly cheated. Babe Ruth didn't cheat. Roger Maris didn't cheat. Barry Bonds knowingly cheated. And that's the difference. You want to put an asterisk, or you want to say Barry Bonds, hey, Babe Ruth didn't have to deal with, uh, you know, African-American players or, you know, players from other countries. You're right about that. Roger Maris, uh, you know, when he was playing, he played short right field poor, all of those things. They didn't cheat. And, and that's what needs to be pointed out here. Bonds did play who he played against, that era, all of that. And he did cheat. So put an asterisk by Babe Ruth and Roger Maris if you want to for a single season, but there's one by Bonds for cheating. There's one by Babe Ruth and Roger Maris for different reasons there. Uh, College football this weekend, 
Give me uh, five games that I need to focus on. Okay, first of all, there's a Friday night, a late night game. Washington, number uh, they're 15th in the country. They're 4-0 at UCLA, which is shockingly 4-0, and hopefully they get some people to show mm. uh, tonight. That's a late night game. Um, let's see. Michigan at Iowa. Just be careful. Iowa likes to upset one, one biggie a year, usually. Uh, you got Kentucky Ole Miss, both uh, undefeated. Uh, what else is saucy? Alabama at Arkansas might be tough. Line is 17 points. Mm. Here's a wonky line, Dan. I know you like those. Ohio State hosting Rutgers. They're giving Rutgers 39 and a half, but the over-under is 58. Does that mean they think Rutgers is going to score a couple touchdowns there to chip in on the points? I'm going to guess. Hard to picture. Yeah, I'm going to guess so. Hard to picture. Uh, Wake Forest at 4-0 Florida State. Mm. Wake getting a touchdown there. 4-0 4-0 NC State, ranked 10th. That's a high for NC State. Yeah. And uh, they're at Clemson, also 4-0. Those are the biggies. Bills, Ravens, Jags, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, Kansas City, Buccaneers. Those seem to be the headliners there for uh, the NFL. And uh, by the way, Dan Patrick Takes the Gamble. That podcast is available. I don't know what the uh, the guys, Shea and Irving, Bad Larry and Dylan, picked last night, but they did pick last night's games. We uh, uh, taped that. Uh, that show yesterday, but it's available for games coming up this weekend, college football and the NFL. Yes, Paul? We have a little bit of sound from the podcast. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's sound from it, but I feel pretty good about my picks. There it is. That's Dylan. Dylan, who uh, is our graphics guy. It's a pretty good episode, though. It's almost winter. Gotta wear wear socks. It's funny is that I do this impression and I go back in the back room and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And to Dylan... And we never mentioned that I do the impression <laughs> on the air. It just kind of hangs out here. Yeah. Uh, it's let's not really see. my favorite, but is it uh, George in California? Uh, yeah, Jorge. Jorge, where you want to go? Okay. Yeah, out here in LA, just just past the Golden Road Brewery. Uh, we, uh, you know, five five one eighty four. Uh, shout out to Leandro. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Leandro Filler, wonderful children to listen to on the way to school as well. So. Um, just calling. I'm actually a certified athletic trainer. Uh, we'll be about 20 years uh, next year. So I've dealt with some, you know, concussions. Obviously not at that level. I did work pro baseball, but uh, yeah, it's you know, unfortunately there are good. There's two sides to this because you know, like Rodney was saying, you know, he he could have just uh, too could have just kind of pushed his way through those exams and kind of made you know made himself feel better and reach for the back and all that good stuff. But then also with Florio talking about, hey man, there's impairment. I mean, clearly. Was able to convince that neuro that it was only his back. I mean, kudos to him. But here's the problem, you know that that incident that happened yesterday. Clearly, that's not uncommon to go into fencing position when you're hit on the back of the head like that. However, that was the same area he got struck in four days before. So now we're talking about second impact syndrome, which can lead to. I mean, like Flora was saying, man, that's what a lot of these kids die from in uh, you know in high school and at that level. Yeah. So you know, it's it's all going to go back to that neuro on Sunday. Uh, from that point, then you can have teams uh, suing, you know, players suing teams, teams play, suing doctors, suing the league. It's just you know how it is. It's litigious, and that's how that's where we're at at this moment. And thank you, Jorge. We're uh, up against the break here. We got final hour to go. We'll get to more phone calls and uh, Matt Liner. The uh, Heisman Trophy winner at USC will join us coming up. We got ribs on the grill. I went out and inspected just to make sure that the ribs looked good. Very thoughtful. Yeah. They're called 321 barbecue baby back ribs. I don't know what that means, Paul. It's because I'm going to have three, and I'm going to have two. <laughs> and I have one more to make sure I. 
Final hour coming up on this Meet Friday, Dan Patrick Show. One more item, we close out hour two. The NFL action, full swing after last night. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Talking touchdowns, big plays, even bigger payouts. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. For every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the Promo code Patrick at $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Promo code Patrick only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 